0: everybody it's your boy cousin Oz the people's mailman back for another episode with cousin Tony the architect happy holidays everyone hope Santa brought you everything you wanted I know I got my Christmas wish and that was time off to spend with the family absolutely priceless now as 2022 is about to come to a close it's definitely a time for reflection a look back at the year that was and of course the year to come Here's an early hobby New Year's toast. May all your deals be smooth, all your grades be a 10, all your sets completed, all your flips profitable, and of course, all your grails acquired. Cheers, everyone. Now, our next guest is all about giving back and spreading love and positivity through his acclaimed podcast, Siempre Palante, a podcast which he describes as culture-driven, focused on familia overcoming adversity and legacy. Listen in as we talk about life, family, and of course the cardboard that rules it all. Here he is, the incomparable Giraldo Luis Alvarez. Hey, yo tone, take it away, cuz. All right, all right, Cousin Tone. Listen, brother, are you ready? I hope you had your coffee because our next guest is going to take us for a ride. He is a firecracker full of energy. And from the first time we met, I knew there was a special connection and we finally got him on to talk life. We're going to talk culture. Hobby and wherever the conversation leads us. So, without further ado, here he is, Hiraldo Luis Alvarez from the Siempre Palante podcast. What's up, brother? Welcome man. to the Cousins Collectibles podcast. How you doing, man? Man,
1: I'm blessed, man. I'm I'm so blessed, and I'm grateful for for this opportunity. And I'm chilling with the primos. <laughs> yes, <laughs> lo primo. And and the the one thing that I literally love about your show is the positivity. You know, you yes. tell the, the focus, positive, and keep focus, keep positive, keep collecting. But the positivity and the things you're doing is, is cool. You can tell okay, que sale el corazón. It you know, comes yes. from the heart. Definitely. Um, and thank you for getting my name right, brother. Yeah, hey,
0: try it, man. I got a little bit of, you know, something, something in me to be able to go ahead and, and flow like that. But, man, <laughs> listen, this is something that's been in the works a long time. We met at the National, and that's a crazy story. Uh, And I'll quick get into it. So while I was getting my Allen Iverson autograph on my 101 Ken Carl, cousin Tony had received a phone call from somebody that was near and dear to both of us. And unbeknownst to me, this dude's on the phone chatting with Danny Torres um, from the Talking 21 podcast. And Danny's like, yo, Tone, I got my boy over there. He's at the National. You guys got to hook up. Trust me. He's the man. You guys are cool. I think it's a match made in heaven. So Tony's talking, chit-chatting. Like I said, I'm waiting in the line. I have no idea what's going on. So Tony, I'll let you go, you know, from there exactly what happened.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, you know, Oz is over there waiting to do his thing. And, and you know, Danny calls. He's like, hey, my, my friend is here. I said, listen, man, any friend of Danny Torres is a friend of mine. So we finally meet up. We were able to somehow get some reception up in there, which was cool. <laughs> so we meet up. And right away, and like I mean, like I said, I do very high energy, positive, and nothing wrong with high energy like you know it's like all right, you, you just you feel this like I felt like this sense of all right man this is cool like right away it's like man we just vibed right away and so we then I bring Oz and we finally Oz finishes this whole thing and, and I was like hey man I got a, I got my boy right here he's like who's this guy I was like just talk to him bro. <laughs> it's like, just talk to him and you'll be cool I'm like you know he introduced yeah. himself I'm like bro we've been talking the last 20 minutes like if we, if we knew each other for 20 years yeah. So again, man, it's uh welcome and we're doing a little bit of a mashup, you know, a little bit of your show, a little bit of our show. So it's it's going to be fun. We're just going to vibe, talk and see, see where it goes. But again, welcome. And, you know, let, let's let let's just get into it, man. Gracias, G. man. Gracias, tell tell us, on.
0: man. Tell you. us about what you're doing with the Siempre Palante podcast, what that's all about, how it came about, you know, and, and give us a little bit about about your background as well.
1: Gracias, man. And, and to build on that, that was so cool. That we got a chance to connect at the national, I'd never been. That was my first time at the national, yeah. and big shout out to our Admano. You know, our our he's 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 like he's the godfather, right? Like I feel like Danny T's like a godfather. Man. He's a sensei, the sensei. Yeah, you know, Bruce Lee.
0: Like he, yeah, yeah,
1: oh yeah. That's even a better one, right? Like the <laughs> sensei, because you know he loves Bruce. Yeah, uh, but but Danny, I know you're listening. we love you hermano del corazón gracias man the love that you you know, pretty much instill in every relationship you build and you're very careful about the people you get close to and I know that for a fact but I appreciate everything you do man so I want to take that time out to say thank you from all of us man un abrazo and I'm going to see you soon bro because I owe you a couple meals (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah, man. I mean, yeah, it's uh, eat him. it's yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's all good. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, Hirado um, Luis Alvarez, host of Siempre Palante, always forward, culture driven, focused on familia, overcoming adversity, and legacy. That's in a nutshell the show. But it's deeper than that. The reason I created this show is because I, I you know, working in a corporate environment, and I still have a great job, corporate America blessed able to provide food on the table for my family and they've treated me very well but at the same time I've learned a lot over the past 22 years working with this company and one of the things is I'm 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 really big on people I'm really big on culture I'm really big on treating people like human beings right like it sounds crazy but that's very important in whatever aspect of life uh treating people with respect saying thank you how are you How's your mental health doing, especially in today's age?
0: Yeah,
1: But a lot of the things that I just came, you you, you know, you have these these moments in life and we all go through them the peaks and valleys and things were cool. But I woke up one day I said, there's more. I want more to life. I want to spread my knowledge and wisdom, what I know at least, but then learn more. I'm hungry. I always stay hungry. And that's one thing I always tell people. You you pay it forward as much as you can, but you got to stay hungry so that you can pay good knowledge forward. And yeah, 2020 was before the pandemic, so it was what, January, and I called my boy from Oakland, Just Scope, Justin Orr, and he's an important piece of this equation because the logo that you see, and I'll get into that in a little bit, he designed it for me. And this guy I met at Comic Con, New York Comic Con in 2016, befriended him just like we got to know each other and And it's been a beautiful relationship, man. Just a a, a brotherhood. Like, I I feel like he's my Admano from the West Coast. And I called him. I said, listen, I got this crazy idea. But you know what? Crazy ideas end up manifesting into amazing things. And he's like, what's up? I want to do this podcast. And I'm trying to figure it out. And the name, actually, and I'm going to share this with you guys and get some exclusive stuff. The name (laughs) wasn't Siempre Palante. The name was Sabe. Okay, <laughs> I even got my boy Deso, who's in episode three. Deso El Afro Caribeño. Shout out to Deso, and we reconnected. Uh, We actually fun story to build on that. Everything has like a connection. It's queer. It's like it's it's, it's weird. It's like a it has like a whole like a spider web, right? We actually reconnected after so many years. I was in the hip hop game, you know. I wrote music, Latino hip hop and that's a whole nother chapter and episode but i did a lot of stuff and him and i became good friends in the past we reconnected and then we went to um los aida lower east side adelas and if you haven't been to adelas when you guys come down my way we go to the city i'm gonna treat you to adelas adelas casa adela is official puerto rican cuisine like it is official so he's hungry already, bro. Oh man! So February <laughs> 2020, we were there, and uh, I gave him the idea. I said, "Look, I spoke to my man, Just Scope, Justin Orr, Told them about him, the logos in the in the in the process of being made. But I want you to be my guest. I want you to be one of my first guests. Um, him and Aurora Flores, true story, were two of my first guests. Mm-hmm. And without hesitation, they both said yes. We'll support you, whatever you need. And shout out to Aurora." And yeah, man, we kicked it and we were talking about different things, me and Deso, and I said, Hey, I need a theme song, man. Like if Shaft could have theme song, Miraldo needs a theme song. I mean, Amen. When I'm walking anywhere, bro, I want the band, you know. Yeah, yeah, right another, behind the, you, the right trumpet, behind you. I want to do playing congas in the back and you know, the little every, every
0: superhero has his theme song.
1: Yeah, man. So Listen, that's how crazy that's... these ideas. Like,
0: well, yeah, real quick, just
2: know you came to the right know. place because we do a theme song for every single person that comes on here. That's a major <laughs> part of the show. So, which is nice. You already got yours so we'll be able to, you know, we're going to have to borrow that. But um, yeah. makes no, makes no, our no. job a lot easier. You oh, came man. to the right place, but definitely, go ahead. Definitely. Thank
1: you, brother. No, that's cool. And, and yeah, man, he was cracking up. He was like, man, pasado, <laughs> and I said, yeah, man, but you know what? You have to entertain people. Uh, you have to give them something on top of the knowledge on top of things because if you just go straight, you know, bland with no adobo, no sazon, bro, anybody eating chicken without nothing, like un pollo seco, un pollo eso, okay. bro, we've all had that dry chicken, you know, that oh, like you go to somebody's house, you're like. You look around, be like, man, pena, nego, man, you're drinking water like crazy, chasing it down. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, you got, you got, you got like orange juice or something, bro. Like <laughs> some flavor.
0: I need some flavor up in here, oh, quick.
1: Oh, okay. aquí, yeah, so, yeah. so yeah, no, he was, he was like, all right, cool. So he even, I even got a cut he did. He did like a rough cut, idea, and it was pretty cool. It was like, yeah, <laughs> it was really cool.
0: So for the hispanically challenged uh, individuals that are listening to this uh, podcast, can you explain to them what that means? Ya tu sabe.
1: Now, you know, you already know, basically you already, know. You already know. You already know, you already know. So it was interesting. So I got that talking to my wife, big shout out to Andrea. I love you, baby. And my little bean who is sleeping right now. Ariana <laughs> May. Uh, yeah, it was, it was wild. Like, We're Listening, she's like, That's cool, and we all know we listen to our better half, it's important. I said, What do you mean it's all right? I think it's fire. I was like, Yeah, she's like, "Mm, I don't know, like, okay. (laughs) And I'm over here, like, Man, the logo's getting done. I already gave my man, like, the word, like, Yato like, this dude's gonna make a logo, then I'm gonna, but it was still time, so she's like, Nah, she's like, It's something else, so I don't know what it was. was you know, you wake up in the morning and you think about things going on in your life. And there was a saying, my good friend, Peggy, love you, Peggy. Uh, she said, she said, palante, right? She was like, palante. And we, you know, and it was a saying that always, like, would be said at, you know, at, at my job, like we had this this um, employee resource group, right? And it's palante, right? And the Hispanic Action Network, it's palante. And like hmm and then it just hit like i was reading something about something that something happened in the community a latino community and somebody said yeah man we always got to move forward and i said wait a second and it hit like it was just like that epiphany i was like always (laughs) forward yeah siempre pa'lante always forward no matter what, oh, got there you go. There you go. Yeah, I still you got, got
0: them Jones from back in the day. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah well, man, Herado, he's, he's, Herado blessed us with some. There stupid. you go. He <laughs> got like
1: 80. Man, I've gone through a lot, man. The last couple of events, man, it was like, yeah, but, uh, it was but yeah, man, it was so cool. It was just, it flowed. Siempre palante, always forward. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want, not just our culture, right? Because Siempre Balante is about empowering the Latinx, Latina, Latino, Chicano, Chicana, Hispanic, everything. I, I, I say this like all the time. There's like so many labels, right? But our yeah. people, But I also am inclusive of other cultures because I want to learn about someone that's not Latinx, but then I can share about my beautiful culture. But I'm one piece of it because I'm Cuban. I'm Cuban-American. I was born mm-hmm. here. Thanks to my my parents. Big shout out to Francisco Victor Alvarez Arce and Inawana Alvarez. Uh, Yera that came here and took that risk. They leap of faith. They left Cuba more than 50 years ago so their son and daughter can have El Sueño Americano. And that's a perfect segue into the logo. The man you see on that logo is my dad, Francisco
0: Uh, Victor Alvarez it was kind. Of, it kind of looks like you, but then like an older version. Version. So I was like, man, yeah.
1: there
2: you go. We know
0: we know what you're gonna look like. There you go, <laughs>
1: man. They, yeah, I mean, and and it's and it's crazy, man. How I like starting to look like mannerisms. It's mm-hmm. it's wild. Everybody in the family is like, man, that's it's crazy. Like they see me. My dad's nickname was Pancho, so they call him Pancho or Pancho. Like, oh, man. man, you're like your father, Panchi. man. That's crazy. <laughs> and that's you know he passed in 2015, but he's still living. He's still here right now. Like, he's here right now. And that's the beauty of honoring our ancestors and paying it forward. And it was, like, designing the logo. You know, I got a little art skills, you know, to keep it on the low, but I, I could throw down. And I designed roughly. Like, I had this concept. And then my man, Justin, just took it to another level. Like, he just, I gave him a picture. I said, look, I'm envisioning, like, my tower right here being the center. Like, just... And he just took it to another level. And the crazy thing is, is that never in a million years, I would never like Vegas line, I would lose this bet. You, if you would have said that I would create a platform to empower, you know, a whole movement, a community, culture, and have my dad as the like the logo, nah. And then to, if you, man, if you ever got a chance to meet my dad, how he was. Pfft, He'd be like on some niño. Pero como tu va a comer. Mierda? I'll say the, are you gonna have me on a what are you like you crazy? Get the, like, yeah. But and it was love. You know, Latino fathers. Mm-hmm. That was love. Yeah. And um, but yeah, it, it just it was it just right. Everything flowed like when you create something and you know this cousins collectibles man that flows that rolls off the the tongue man it's like when you create something you feel it in your heart and that's how the evolution started and yeah it was crazy I I, I went into a lot of these things like we all do right we learn uh, and the rest is history man it's just grinding and 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 really just not losing sight of what I'm building not getting caught up on the numbers game not getting caught up of the money thing and trying to keep my costs down. Obviously there's, there's a cost to it. We mm-hmm. all know this Um, to promote things, you know, and to do different things, you know, whether you have a platform or you're, whatever you're doing there's a cost and uh, but not losing sight of what it's about. And it's about the people and it's about empowering the narrative. And it's about having these collaborations like with the both of you to bring that out because we're everywhere. We're more than 62 million strong and growing. And I'm sorry, there's trillions of dollars in GDP. Yes, Every sir, product sir. you purchase, there's a Latin Latinx person, Latina, Latino behind it that is involved some way, somehow. Even if they didn't even involve in designing, they bought it, they supported it. Yeah. So one way or the other, we've touched something. And it drives me crazy that this beautiful country we love they, they want to treat us like we're invisible. Yeah. And we're not. Yeah. We're now we're right here, flesh and bone. I'm here. And, and you know what? Don't deny the history. Let's right the wrongs. Nothing's perfect, but respect the talents that we have and let us have a chance. That's it.
0: You know, we yes. just, we're, we're not expecting, you know, we're not expecting a handout. We don't want a handout. We'll work for whatever we got. You know what I mean? But at least just give us that opportunity to, to prove what we can do and who we are and how we can bless you with the talents that we have that God has given to everybody. You know, we're, listen, we're all human beings, man. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter the color of your skin or what language you talk. If I cut you, you cut me. I'm going to bleed red. Same for you. And Tony might bleed green. But either way, you know what I mean? <laughs> it, it, it's just I, I, I see what you're saying, man, because I, I've had to deal with that. You know, I'm going to be 50 soon. I'm gonna be a grandfather and I've been dealing with this my my entire life I, I, my whole like I always talked about uh my mom wanted me to be a priest so I went to Catholic school my whole life so growing up bro in my in my schools I was like there was five six minorities there was you know three black kids and and you know a, a Chinese and Asian kid and then you know the two Spanish kids and I was one of the Spanish kids so but you can count on you know on your fingers how many minorities there were you know And it's, you know, 400 to 500, sometimes a thousand kids that were all, you know, Caucasian, white. So I had to grow up in that environment. And there were times where, you know, they would look at me like, like you said, invisible, you know. So I had to go above and beyond just to prove myself. And there was many times where I'm in a classroom and, dude, I had to get straight A's. I had to bust my ass, you know, even, you know, just doing everything I could to put myself on the map and excel at sports just to be liked. And, you know, that's something, it it drives you. It fuels you to now that I'm an adult, I try to, you know, teach that to my my daughters. And it's like, listen, you're not going to be given anything. And I'm not telling you to go out there with a chip on your shoulder, but you got to be ready. Listen, the world, it is not fair and it's never going to be easy. But if you work hard, you put your time in and do everything that you can, you're going to get what you deserve. But don't ever let anybody take that away from you.
1: Man, Ozzy, man, that's that's beautiful what you just said, and, and people need to hear that more and more, and that's why I love collaborating with different platforms, and especially platforms that have Latines, Latinos, and Latinas running them, because we have to remind each other about this, and to emphasize that, because we do have platforms out there, and it's, this is not about calling people out, it's just, come on, man, remember where you came from. Yeah. Because we all at one point in time needed someone to pick us up and uplift us. It's, it's reaching back and paying it forward. And I feel like we can't get out of our own way. Yes, I'm saying that we cannot get out of our own way. Oh, porque you know, este tipo es cubano, oh es hondureño, oh he's Colombian, oh he's Puerto Rican, oh, oh Dominicano, do, dominica, like you go down the list like really, bro? Oh, Mexican, oh nah, man. You're all my brothers and sisters, all of us. And then let's bring every other culture in, right? Every culture, not every other. Every culture, bring them in, so we can educate people because there's a lot of ignorance, and it, and it's every field, you know, from collecting. You know, Tony and I were talking about that on the phone leading up to this this great collaboration in collecting in the collecting world. You know, you have that in movies. You know, you name it, comics whatever sports everywhere and and the sad thing is like yes there is injustices but the only way to correct those things is narrative right like stories if a story is not told it never happened but you got to tell it straight from the source and i'm a firm believer of that like it would be crazy for me to have an episode on lo primo the cousins and making up stuff yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, Oz grew up in in you know in Ireland, and Tony was you know Tony was you know he he grew up in Oregon, and like yeah, and and they started collecting in the mountains, and like, oh, but this is the crazy stuff that's happening in this world now. Like people just throwing stuff out there, seeing what sticks. Yeah. And people believing it too. Like that's a sad. Yeah. Thing. So the best way to do it to bring this full circle is when you do create something. And it's more than a hobby because to me, this is not a hobby. This is serious. Like Mm -hmm. I take this serious because it's it's from here, it's from my heart. I'm putting everything into it because the time that I'm away from my family, I'm dedicating it to the people. And it's an investment to improve our culture, to improve our situation. So that when someone who might have a couple more people on the following or like they have a bigger platform and they catch it, because I know some of these, I know people have been listening. I, I know because I get emails, I get Love, but I know certain folks as I run into them, do something at your platform. I don't want anything from you. Hey, you want to be on my show? Great. You don't want to be on my show? Hey, great. (laughs) I'm good either way. Right. But at the same time, do something that empowers our people, not just the Latino people, Latino and Latinx and Latina, but people in general, human beings, you know, so that way others can learn and invite them to the party. You hear that saying, like, invite them to the party, ask them to dance, and also ask them what music they like so the DJ can play their music. Mm-hmm. Do it all. You know, what What foods you like, what, let's engage in those cool conversations, and that's what Siempre Palante is about. It's, straight, it's all about that cultura, and, and yeah. we have it. We have beautiful cultures. And the indigenous, that's something that, to me, like, the more I learn and the more I read about stuff, it's painful. To, to read the stories of what's happened in this country, the real stories and the yeah. real books, not the, the sugar-coated or not even sugar-coated, the, the books that have literally omitted it. Yeah. That's another piece to it that I tell people, do your homework and when you your know, homework, starting your family. You'd be surprised how many people in your family that you can tap into that are a wealth of knowledge. Los abuelitos, los tíos, la tía, like, you know, los primo, right? Like, You'll be surprised, you know, of a lot of the people that are your family members to have a wealth of knowledge, to have books like stashed away and just waiting for someone to ask. (laughs) Now, elders, big shout out to our elders and our ancestors. Because Our elders are going to become ancestors one day. It's inevitable, man. Father time don't win. He's undefeated. Other time, you know,
0: Mother, we, we get in there right now, we we you know what I mean. I, I'm about to. I got a lot of people up in this hobby that they think they're the ish that they're like 25 to 35, and I'm like, bro, you need to respect your elders. I'm damn near 50, so if you're gonna talk to me, you better come correct because I ain't playing that little nonsense that you're trying to kick just because you got a couple dollars. You know what I mean? Like, hey, I got I got I got to throw that out there. I'm, I'm pushing 50. Not real quick. I love that. I love that yeah. you say that because you got it. If you don't do it, I, yes, it just they, keep. They don't respect. They ain't gonna respect. <laughs> but Tony, talk to me, bro, and talk yeah. and talk to Hirando and our audience. You know how how this hobby and and doing this show, you know where you came from before we did it and how it's really changed you and and a lot of your mindset and your focus and how it's allowed you to just man. Just take a lot of that negativity and the BS that was going on in the world at the time, and you just, you know what, you, I'm shutting that out. This, this how it's helped you to do that,
2: it's more than the cards, man. Like, it just because, dude, like, we were like this whole, and it's every day you could just walk out the door or, or, or whatever, and there's going to be something negative there. And people love it, bro. People in it, and it just festers and just keeps growing and growing. In the hobby, we have it, bro. We have content where dudes, it's just constant, just talking trash. And I'm just like, man, if you don't like what you, and some people don't get me wrong, like Mm -hmm. they might be trying to change things. And there are say, hey, this is going on wrong, and I'm gonna keep talking about until it, till something changes. That's great. But when it's like all the time and I'm like, yo, there are good things that happen. (laughs) So let's talk about that too. It doesn't always have to be, you know, this guy's a piece of trash and I'm going to tell you about it seven days a week. Well, what about you talk to me about the two or three people that are, you know, doing something good or whatever. Dude, this copy has been great. It's like, I don't even hear all that noise anymore. It's just like, I don't, and it's just sometimes how I was in this fight. I don't even care. Like, I shouldn't say that, but it's just like, bro, it's, it's a release. And it's fun, you see. You curate a collection, it grows, it's like a little plant that just grows and keeps growing. And sometimes it grows a little too big, and you got to kind of trim it back. But yeah, you know, the, uh, the bonsai, like Mr. Miyagi, yeah, 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 yeah. you got to trim the bonsai. But yeah, so dude, it's the Christmas been, it's been tree great. that
1: Randall Cunningham Christmas tree, ah, yeah, yeah. So today I
2: posted, yeah, the Randall Cunningham ah. Christmas tree. And that was it, took me a little, it took me some time to, to grow that tree, and mm-hmm. now I've always had enough because so last year during the holiday season I had first started collecting I didn't have a lot of cards and people were posting these card trees and it was a tree you know in the shape of whatever cards they liked, be it of one player or multiple players but they made these trees I'm like man I didn't even have enough cards to make a tree I didn't even have enough cards to make a branch <laughs> so <laughs> uh, so now I got enough cards to make a couple of trees but uh, you know and it's just just because of collecting cards and I, I, I love the, that hobby now and I'm, I'm kind of, I regret that I, you know, stopped. I didn't know that it was a thing. And and you and I, I actually want to lead into Hidalgo with, with that, with you, because we were talking about last night and you were said, you know what, just ask us about it t- tomorrow, you know, about how we didn't know about cards. A lot of people, we weren't brought up in that. It was a whole, it's a whole different thing. We talked about it before, but I mean, I'll kick it to you. Just, you know, what, what, what was it that you can even ask Oz, what was kind of you wanted to ask about the whole card thing?
1: It's uh, our first moment, right? When we got introduced to it, probably wasn't the normal, like, you know, usually like family, you got a cousin, or like you hear the story, like comic books, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody reads comic books. One time or another, you got introduced to comics. Yes. Uh, well. But that's even that in some ways, right? The, the collecting thing when you're growing up and, and coming from, you know, a Latino household, it's you know, it's one of those things like, nah, that's not the first, like, I remember my friends seeing it. And then my first, I ain't gonna lie, like, my first introduction, my sister, I believe, gave me 87 tops. It was, like, my first, mm-hmm. he gave me, like, first little wax. Like, it was, like, those, um, the Rack Packs.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. I got that. And then
1: before that, I had, like, here and there. Like, I would get stuff because my friend would, like, oh, look. and But 87, that like, that wood. That was it, like like to me that was it like I you know and, and here and there I'm gonna just because I, I I was like, you know what I'm gonna do justice to the show, and I'm gonna just show different cards and things that have impacted me, and um I'm gonna tell you the the 87 that year was special, that year was very, very special and um there was a card as a kid if you if if you got
2: this card, it was it was everything. Don Mattingly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially in New York right in 87. Here. 87.
1: You had this card and it was hard to get for some reason. Certain <laughs> players. And in the next one, like the next couple. Jose can say no. So
2: you can you can tell that. Certain people are a certain age by the players, <laughs> you know. Right. It, right? <laughs> it's right? gonna be Don Mattingly. You're gonna show me. I was about to say oh, you're Bo gonna Jackson. show me Bo <laughs> You're gonna show me, uh, Daryl
1: Strawberry. You know, guys like that. So, but, so that's what like just set it off. And here and there, I got so many things to to share. I was like, why not, man? This is this is the show lends itself to it, and I can have a little fun being a kid. I'm 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 a kid, regardless, mm-hmm. man. But just yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: You 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 really tap into it. But I but yeah, I feel like we're we don't have like the means or anything. Like, you know, I remember my dad's like, ¿Cuánto va eso? oh, okay. I mean the packs weren't back then what 30 cents, 40 cents, yeah, if that's 25. Like they weren't expensive. And yeah, that was it. But when things got a little like, no, 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 like, wait. And and I remember working at a baseball car shop at what 89? Yeah, I was like 12, 12 years old, eleven and um yeah i was 12 yeah 12 i was 12 years old and and i got paid in cards because the duke paid me like (laughs) it's too young right so he paid me eight dollars an hour and i got there in the morning Uh, shout out to david's dugout i remember that um and it's a a good dude i mean he it was cool because that was the year like the upper deck first came out the griffey rookie Mm -hmm. and i remember he first got that and he's like you you get anything in the stuff all right cool I blast, I got all the packs out of that box. I almost bought the boxes. It was like what eight hours I worked that day, $64. <laughs> I was like, nah, man, they were a dollar a pack. So I cleaned them out. And he was just like, all right. But then he got me because I end up, you know, you a kid. You open everything. Right. I got like four or five Griffys.
0: Hmm.
1: In that, like kids around me were like, oh, Sheffield, like four or five. Every main player I got. So he's like, "Oh, I'll give you some more packs." And he he got over, bro. Like, I right. mean, come on. Right. Like, I right. ended up keeping, I think I ended up keeping one Griffey. Wow. What and I still got it, which of course, you, you know I'm going to have to bring it. And I got it. Look yeah. look how old. Wow. He's old. <laughs> so you're old? you're
2: flashing up the 89 Griffey rookie in a yeah, in a screw-down holder. Dude, that's one of the most iconic cards in collecting, you know. And it's it, crazy it's because there. I looked
1: at I was like checking it out. Cause I haven't gotten graded, but it's, it's damn near, near, near mint. Like it's, but I haven't. And I thought about it, but I'm like, you know what? In, in its form like this, just to
2: mm-hmm.
1: like, I looked at it before I was like putting it to the side. I was like, wow. Like I remember that memory. Yeah. So yeah. I feel throwing it back. Like this brings us to memories. Right. So Oz, mm-hmm. I mean, share with you a little bit, of, share with us. I mean, share with us about like, what was it like? Like your first introduction to it and then and then basically was the it the depend- way listen, bro.
0: Growing up, like I, I talked about, um, I was obsessed with basketball. Like, dude, I would sleep with a basketball. That's how crazy it was. And that's that's not even a joke. Okay. okay. Um, so in my mind, I was going to the NBA, you know? six seven eight nine ten i'm I'm going nba i don't care what anybody said i'm gonna be a first puerto rican up in the nba and i'm gonna be six foot six dunking on mj i don't give a damn nobody's telling me nothing i I, I got a couple people that are tall in my my family maybe i'll be one of those but uh in the meantime let me try to develop the skills so but i was always I, i had a growth spurt so once i hit eighth grade i was always the big man i was a little bit taller than everybody so then I became the center but by the time i got to my freshman sophomore year i stopped growing i yeah i hit my peak at 5'10, 5'11, and then everybody else went back up so now i went from center my damn near whole life to now oh you got to be the point guard or shooting guard so i never really developed my handles the way i should have been or you know my everything else and my shooting from outside so that's something i had once i got to high school which you know i developed over time but in the meantime while i'm playing basketball obviously I'm going to be collecting basketball. So now you got the upper decks. You got the, you know, my. I can always remember those, uh, the Jordan, the locker room series mm-hmm. where it's the lockers. And I think, believe there was six of them and you would buy them. I would go to Woolworth, beg my mom to try Woolworth. to buy them. Yeah. Oh
1: man, yeah. you just
0: man, I remember you going there anyway. and, and begging my mom to just Woolworth. see buy this. my mom And like you say, your dad and your mom, nah, I mean, you know what I mean? I ain't got nobody's got money for that. That's those are what, what is that? I don't know if there's cards, you know, you don't understand. All the kids are, you know, I would go to the, the Catholic schools and you got the kids with the money. And you know, I, I thought I was the man. I, I got the locker room series, I took it to school, and I'm showing the, the kid. And they're oh man, that's dope, that's dope. And then the one kid comes over. Man, that ain't nothing. I was like, huh? He's like, that ain't nothing. You know what I got? Uh-oh. I was like, what What do you got? What do you got, Tom? Tell me. <laughs> Tom, He's like, well, man. I got the Barkley rookie. I got the Jordan rookie. I got the Hakeem Olajuwon rookie. I got them all. And I was like, oh, yeah? He's like, yeah, 86 Fleer. That ain't nothing. That's junk. And I was like, <laughs> Took my thing, put it back. You like, don't know tongue. He ain't got no damn rookies. He lying, lying ass. But come to find out, he actually had it. And and to this day, I remember thinking that. And that was almost at like when my I would say like eleventh grade, going into twelfth grade. And it kind of like fizzled me out when it came to collecting. Because up until that point, I was all about it. And I always tell that story where there wasn't really we didn't have hobby shops around here. You know, it was just all about like I said, going to Woolworth or you know, wherever, freaking nickels or something stupid like that, and buying a pack here and there, Kmart, and then uh, just putting in my little binder. And then once that all, like I said, fizzled out, I was like, ah, you know what? This isn't this isn't something that because you, like you said, you never have the people that are gonna go ahead and tell you the real way that these other guys were collecting. You know, these these other guys, they had their grandfathers they had their fathers it's been passed down from generation to generation they would be you know given collections that would be worth thousands of dollars hey here's a babe ruth hey here's a mickey mantle hey here, you know what i mean all the dope cars that we could only dream of and these kids have them in the possession because you know grandpa is like yo, you know I, I bequeath this to you my son But the thing is that's that's their culture though so like, yes. we just we didn't
2: that wasn't part of our our culture. It was more like I said, like, dude, does your mom know what the heck a pack of cards is? No, like that's not even in in the realm of like no, I'm worried about other stuff, bro. You got your brothers, I gotta get shoes because this guy threw his shoes up on the wire, like all kinds of goofy stuff like that. Like, you know what I mean? So that you know, I can't hate on, but it's just like you said, it's the culture thing. So now like, we're just trying to catch up now. We didn't know, yeah. Yeah, and so, we're catching, we're catching up quickly.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, oh, it's, no. It's like, gonna, once, listen, we're, we're doing yeah, yeah, our thing yeah. once given the opportunity, yeah. I uh-huh. always say listen, we we our generations is coming back like when I when I I was the first one to go to uh college in my family, you know, and Tony can attest to that like out of anybody that came over and uh you know, they came over in the 60s and they grew up they they basically migrated right to, you know, Reading and and Philadelphia area. Um so for me to do that, that was a big deal to go to college. And I kind of had like felt like I almost had the weight of the family on my shoulders trying to live up to this certain, you know, ideal. And not And on top of that, like I said, my mom wanted me to become a priest. So now I got the, the double, you know, keep your, you know, keep doing kicking ass in sports, keep up with the academics, and hopefully we can get you in a monastery and, uh, and, and get uh, you to keep it. Nice you know <laughs> you keep that religion, those religious studies wow. going wow and, uh, yeah but meanwhile you know the eyes wasn't playing that you know once he got to college Penn State that, that kind of like got thrown out the window uh, unbeknownst to my mother what was going on in Penn State mm. so we're not going to get into the dirty details but let's just say I never became a priest so um, <laughs> but again it just it, it goes back to when I was at that time and I was the first to be doing all these things. Now it's like my nieces and nephews, you know, it, it's, it's a given, got to go to college. You know, I had a niece go get full ride to Columbia, you know what I mean? A couple other ones. Yeah. And, and like three or four of them just like full rides to wherever they go, you know, brilliant minds. And it, it just amazes me that the, what, what's happened, the transformation from when they came over from Puerto Rico not speak english you know um our abuelo was working in the mushroom factory you know and just barely making it barely surviving and and it's just like what what happened from there to 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 now and how just given a couple generations with the proper education and the proper focused uh you know to be able to be where we're at and it's just you know scratching the tip of the iceberg because there's so much that we can do like I said if we're given the opportunity and and that's the same with everything you know it's funny because when you were talking I was like man listen yeah we got Hispanics but if I look down and I do my I did the you know the DNA thing and I was just breaking it down I was like listen I got 20% Portuguese 70% Spanish 13% indigenous Puerto Rico 9% uh, Cameroon, Congo, Nigeria, you know, and then you, you know, the list goes on Ivory Coast, Basque, France, Benin, Togo, Northern Africa, Cuba. Like, I'm a little bit of everything, and that's what you know what I mean. We're all like, if everybody does this, yeah, you're gonna have your main, you know, percentages, but us as human beings, we all have a little bit of each other in us, and to have racism and to have people look at each other just based on the color of their skin that we're not equal. It just it boggles my mind. It's like, dude, we're all the same thing. You know what I mean? It's like I always say, like Dominicans are are just black guys with an accent. You know what I mean? It's like it's just what it is, you know. And and vice versa. You know, you have Puerto Ricans that are blonde hair and blue eyes. That you, if there's there's a girl that I work with, she, uh, she just came in. She's only like uh twenty. She just turned twenty one. Blonde hair, blue eyes. Everybody thought she was a white girl, and then come to find out parents are both puerto rican and nobody knew and then i was like are you serious yeah and i literally had to pull her to the side and say stop line you're not puerto rican she's like i am but that's <laughs> you know what i mean that's our culture that's what it is it's it's the blonde hair blue eyes it's the black is black it's 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 the you know the brown it doesn't matter whether you're cuban or Haitian or dominican puerto rican you you name it mexican it doesn't matter people we all need to just put all the nonsense aside and the politics. I don't even want to get into that. We're not gonna get into that. Nah, nah, we're good. We're good. Yeah, we don't have to get into that. (laughs) But but the the fact is it just it's there's so many things that tear tear us and this nation apart. And man, we just gotta spread love, baby.
1: I agree. I agree a thousand percent man. And and it's it's crazy because our cultures and we talk about earlier now, Tony you, you you said some light Tony said some light on the culture right it was in embrace- like it was already part of growing up in the family like the the heirlooms passed down right like the, oh we, well I collected back in you know when tops started and here's the whole set and yeah right our dads our moms mommy papi, abuelitos our family was focused on putting food on the table and the last thing on their mind, was collecting anything. They want to collect that check. Yeah. So let's be clear, everyone. When you hear that, that's what we were exposed to. So as things got better and and sometimes I, I look back and I'm like, how did my parents, my dad was a machine operator. He washed dishes. My mom worked in piecework, sewing children's clothing, children's factory. How did they do it? I'm over here really successful in what i've done i graduated college i got my master's i'm doing my thing i've been in a country in in, in a company for more than 22 years and i find times like man things are like crazy expensive and not that we're doing well my wife and i with great jobs but you still look back you have those moments you sit down and go whoa let's keep it 100 yeah let's keep it three four let's keep it a thousand I'm blown away these kids got these like luggage like that's the thing about the national that blew me away because I'm over here proud to show you these cards they're not even graded they're probably worth a couple bucks if that but they have this sentimental value and that what that's what collecting's about it's yeah there's some cards that are a little pricey and both of you can you know, because I, I want to know what's the most expensive in your hobby because I'm going to ask that question. I'm very curious. <laughs> but you all you both have one of those right that You really were like, there's a journey. There's a story behind it. and You're not letting it go. But mm. like, that's the beauty of it. And, and when you think about, you know, when we do this, we love doing this. It's it's a you break away. Right. It's it's get get a chance to, you know, tune out the world for a little bit. And you focus on something. You look forward to it. Not that you don't look forward to coming and see your family and your kids. We all need an outlet. And if this can be an outlet that provides us peace of mind, then so be it. But we also got to look at, because this is something I really want to talk about that I noticed at the National. The dealers, the people selling cards, there's not a lot of people that look black brown indigenous Asian there's not a lot there's some and there's more but there's not a lot Tony what were, what were your thoughts on that because I yeah. I, I know it, it's
2: it's it's obvious it's the obvious but what are your thoughts yeah it's uh it's culture man it, it's <laughs> we now as 30 40 year olds maybe we can change that a little bit we sit up at a show you know so but yeah, it's like that. And I mean, I think, I think it, it's changing a little bit. I mean, we see some people in the hobby more that, you know, they look like us, talk like us, stuff like that. But yeah, if you look around the room, you're like, Oh crap. But you know, I think <laughs> they're definitely on the cards, <laughs> you know, we're represented on the cards as a good friend of ours that talks about that. But I think that I think in time with the show like this, like we put we put a lot of effort into our show to bring that to light a little bit. Now we're not gonna hit you over the head with a hammer all the time, but I said we put a little flavor on it. And so that our show sounds a little different than the next guy. And I think that in the long run we can probably change that because right now, yeah, you're dead right. There's there's not a lot of people. Yeah, I do ju- I was just at the Philly show and I wanna say, I don't know, eight, nine, ten dealers that look like that. If that, you know that, right? You and know how many dealers but, and how yeah. many dealers were there? Oh, a lot. <laughs> you know, 300 for, you know, whatever it is, I 400. Mean, yeah, and yeah, but.
1: yeah, and it's just, it's it's just like representation in, in Hollywood, right? Movement. But listen,
2: I'll say this, right? right? Like, it got to be fair, but it's not like it's not like they're telling you not to come in the door either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, like, if you want to go set up, you can, you can set up. So it's not, but mm-hmm. um, it's true. Anyway. That, that is true. Yeah. That is a
1: valid point. But at the same yeah. time, do they know how to means no. of, you know, right? Because I like guess the whole other thing, right. the process, right? It's, it's not like they're saying you can't come, but do you know the process? And then some of these families, like, I mean, really think about it, let's go back to the thing. Like our families were working to put food on the table, not collecting cards. Hmm. And that's the reality of that. But the 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 interesting piece to this too, is that I want to make a PSA right now not one. I'm doing it right now. All you collectors out there that are black, brown, indigenous, Asian. And listen, white people, we love you too. Come on. I'm not this is for yeah, everyone.
0: We, this not to bash anybody. It's not
1: bashing. Let's <laughs> disclaimer because you look at me, I look straight gringo. And people don't know what gringo <laughs> is. I'm, I look white. Right, a lot of people tell me, Well, I thought you were white." You know like I'll be in a room, my own I've had instances where I'm in a room with Latinx, Latinos and they're saying stuff going a mile a minute and, and then I'll say something, you know, eso es interesante lo que de. and they look at me as like they get pale. <laughs> but I want to say all the influencers, not to digress, but all the influencers out there that got a show or that are collecting, or they're doing their thing. Reach out to these two brothers. Reach out to the primos. Right. Because I know them as the primos. You know them as the cousins. I know them as the primos. <laughs> right. And reach out to them. They're going to give you some love you know, and and exchange, have a little culture exchange, have a little, you know, exchange about collecting and, and your journeys and stories. So do it because we're doing it and we're on two different platforms, right? Like when you think about it, our platforms, you're pushing the collecting side and, and those stories there. I'm pushing the cultural side and then but we we figured it out. So if yeah. we can figure it out, I'm sure you're going to figure it out with your story. So
2: we've we talked about like real quick before, Um, you know, the upcoming national, like we want to do something with cards, put a little culture, put a little spin. We don't know exactly what it is or what it's going to look like. But when we get there, we'll figure it out and it's going to be dope. I just don't know what it is. But You know what well, it could be? Maybe it could be something like
1: when you see the and I'm throwing this out there, the artists that done Project 2020, Project 70, when you look at the the list of artists. Start there. What, Latin, what Latino, yeah. you know, artists are there? Latino artists, Latinx. Maybe there's something that we can push forward and reach yeah. out and say, hey, you know, and that that's a start right there. That that can help. But again, it's... I want everybody there. <laughs> exactly. I got this, uh, as I thought of you, man. Uh-huh. And I don't have, this is the only card I have of this gentleman. And when you see it, I don't know, maybe you have it, maybe you don't.
0: Ooh, that, okay. That's the Georgetown john Yes. Yes. I don't I have that
2: one. I love that he's wearing the Jordan, the the patent leathers. Those are fire, man.
0: I've seen that many times. i almost, you know what I mean? I, I probably almost bought it like 30 times. I was looking for the perfect one.
1: It's, um, I don't even know. Like I got this funny story, a QVC thing and, and like way back I was, I don't even know how old I was. And I called in, and they had, like, this bundle package thing. And in that package, this was, like, the Barry Bonds. Wow, Barry Bonds. <laughs> Crazy, right? Yeah. You look wow. like a chicken stick. For <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, <They bore> everything. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. I was on a skate. But, yeah, this Iverson is fire. Like, man, and like I didn't even – Dude, you said the Jordans. I didn't even like, that goes to show. Like I've looked at this card a few times and now yes. that I see it, yeah, he's wearing the Jordans.
2: Yeah. Dude, wow. I, uh, wow. I can tell you that in my search for my for the my favorite card in my collection, I learned how to look at the little details in the cards mm-hmm. and there's all kinds of stuff you find that, you know, that aren't really the focal point of the card. But right. once you learn, you're like, ooh. Oh, it makes it <laughs> hot.
1: And, and I found yeah, this other yeah. one here. This was pretty cool.
2: Okay. Okay. A little patch there. A little SP. Is that a Kobe? Yeah.
0: A little. I Kobe. I see Tim Duncan, Larry Bird. Uh-huh. Is that George Gervin at the end? George Gervin. Yeah, okay. George Robinson. Gervin. Yeah. It's Robinson. Yep. David Robinson. Yeah. So nice. Yeah.
1: I found. I found. Like I'm telling you, it, it's just the random stuff that that I found, and I was like, I'm gonna just have some fun. Yeah. Because I ended up, man, in this pandemic, like you know, you start doing stuff right and you're like oh you know what you look online you can basically that like, when you collect it at a certain time stuff is, is cheap and you can find a lot of the stuff so i went and i bought man my wife is like really she's like you, you <laughs> bought a box of this it was uh your mtv raps the car yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah those, <laughs> those are,
1: are Stashed. i put it away but yeah. i literally got like All the but the intention of getting it was I was looking for if you if you listen to hip hop music out there, all you hip hop lovers, MF Doom. Okay. You heard of MF Doom? He wasn't MF Doom before. And I was trying to find that card and I didn't have it. He was in a group called KMD. And I was looking for that card because I was like, yo, this would be cool to have a an MF Doom rookie card, and then (laughs) I'll get an artist. This is how crazy I was thinking. I was like, I get one of these dope artists to like draw on it with the mask. And I ended up didn't get it in the box because I bought the wrong box. It was in the, that series, it was two series, but I ended up going online and I ended up finding KMD,
0: <laughs>
1: KMD <laughs> wow. right? And Zeb Love X, who that's right there with the glasses,
0: uh-huh. right?
1: That's, that's my man right there. That's, that's MF Doom love Right there he's 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 with the hat. Okay. Rest in peace, nice. man. Rest in peace to Eminem. And, cool. and it's and it's crazy cuz a lot of these were like, you know, trial call quest, mm-hmm. Black Sheep. Yeah, know, that's that's all that
2: pop culture stuff, man. It's that that's something that's universal. And,
1: oh my goodness, like and then the the funny thing was, I was like, all right. This guy I was looking at eBay. I was like, this guy's getting rid of a bunch of stuff. I was like, you know what? Bo Diddley. <laughs> it's funny, man. It, it kissed the, the Commodores. All right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this one was a trip. This car was a trip. Booty oh, Collins. Bootsy,
0: Bootsy Collins.
1: Wow. And then, and then you you know, man, repping for the Latinos right here. My man Santana.
0: Oh, yeah. There, there you, you go.
1: Nice. Santana. Danny T, I had to do this.
0: Ooh, got nice. the Bruce the Lee joint. Oh, you got yes. three of them. Yeah. So explain, awesome.
1: like, like, describe yeah, those what, cards real quick. This is, um. so this is wild. I found this, some dude was getting rid of stuff on mm-hmm. eBay. Like, I think during the time I, I really got a lot of these crazy cards was 2008, 2009, when people were just, you know, the recession, right? Like 2008. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this card, there was two of them to do was selling for like probably $5, $3. I don't even know. And it's for promotional purposes only. It was a Sports Kings card. Hmm. And it was at the VIP card, the National Sports Convention, the 31st Annual National. Oh, wow. And they did this card. So I was huh. like, you know what? I was like, I'm like, i going to scoop that. And then I found this online, Allen and, yeah. and Ginter. Yeah. And they did this. That's,
2: did that's this dope.
0: That has a classic pose. Yeah, those Allen and Ginter
2: cards are fire, man. I, I like the way yeah. that, they, that they're designed. They're, they're really yeah, cool. man. I mean,
1: the, the Tyson. I mean, it yeah. was just... Ooh. Yeah, it just it's crazy, but yeah, I, w- I wanted to give love to the to the Vic Power. Yeah, man, it's just so many, man, so many. And and we we were talking about Clemente, my man. Um, I don't, I don't. Where's the card at? I I have the card here, here. So my man F Dot, big shout out to F Dot. Nice. Uh, nice. Look at that thing. Clemente joint. Twenty of twenty out of fifty. He signed it. Um, not Clemente. <laughs> <laughs> that was F Dot. Yeah, and F.I. does some cool stuff. I met him at the national. He does like promo stuff, like he did stuff for Nike and you know, a lot of these dudes. I mean, it's just just love,
2: man. Just like we talk about it all the time, we're just big fans of card art. It's oh so my goodness, man! Chuck Styles, yeah, check yeah.
1: this. I got at the national, and the crazy thing is, I was able to King Griffey Jr., but they awesome. did an old a homage to the Fresh Prince of Bel Air <laughs> and the yeah. mom. <laughs> the, the mashup and and a really cool yes. thing just to, to top it off. Like, I'm wearing a jersey just so people know context. Mm-hmm. The jersey I'm wearing is New York Cubans, Martin Diego, who was a legend, a legend, still is a legend. He's into seven baseball hall of fames. Mm-hmm. I mean, he didn't really like to find his cards. I mean, obviously, he didn't play it in a time, but these Helmer, you ever seen these? The Helmar, they're called. No. Mm -mm. their promo actually I think it was like a brewing company gave them and you scratch the back like they gave them and they started doing uh different Negro League see so I I got I snatched as many as I could find see they have a little scratch off scratch off and then you would get to claim the prize you redeem your coupons at (laughs) And
2: crazy
1: things these things are like some of the only only cards to really have that you know and and big shout out to Lauren again. I, I want to give her her love because this is going to be my daughter's first baseball card. That's, dope. that's awesome. That's her. That's and, her, yeah. And she was so kind because I remember I was like, oh, I'll take this and this. And then I didn't have enough money. I like literally ran out of money. That got the spot felt bad. I was like, oh, you know what? I'll just get that. She goes, what did you say again? You said that's for your daughter? I was like, yeah. I'm going to give that to when she gets older. I'm going to give her this card. And she goes, you know what? Don't worry about it. Nice, and that was
2: that's awesome. That was love.
1: That was that was cool. So, but yeah, man, and um, I gotta end it with this was my gem. This was my wow. gem.
2: Damn, man, wow, Ellie. still in
1: the. If you see the case, yeah, this was from Speed the games. last case where I got it. This was the plastic. Uh I probably took it out once, just to look at it and mm-hmm. just feel yeah. it, and just put it back, and um. Donnie baseball, man. And that that card right there, I worked at the car shop and it was like the the first, I think that first week I got paid, it was <laughs> 40, $48. Hmm. I remember wow. that. I was like, I want that. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I want that in the, in the
2: thing. That's mine. Bro, the fact that you worked at a card shop, like that's, cr- I would, I would, oh man, forget kid in a candy store, kid in a card yeah. shop. That would be it right it's there. That, I, like, that year, <laughs>
1: like 89, that year. Yeah. And it's in, in some parts, like, I lucked out because upper deck, right? But yeah. a lot of the others, like Bowman, when the long Bowman's yeah. came out, they're reissued. Uh, so there was a lot of cool stuff. Griffey's rookie was that year. So I, I got so many Griffey rookies, but I also gave them back.
2: Yeah,
1: or get more packs. Cause as a kid, you're like, <laughs> yeah, but, um, more, more. But, but yeah, man. I mean, it's it's just it's just fun looking at these and reminiscing with you guys. Look, this is one of my only football like lo- old ones, but Charles it's Flores. <laughs> yes, <laughs> this dude, I, yeah, yeah. check him out, man. This yeah, dude, Tom Flores. Dude got a nice history, uh, but yeah, man. It's just it's just fun, man. Talking about it. Here's another one. I know we got to run, but this is crazy. The 101. Explain that. This is some weird. (laughs) I like certain things that are different, right? Like, I don't care if it's not a million dollars or whatever. But this struck me. Like I I was looking for Fernando's rookie card, which I got it here somewhere. Now I can't find it. But I was looking for his card, Fernando Valenzuela. And this came up. And I was like, what the heck is the bar? But it literally has an OG ticket. A Dodger Stadium. when he pitched and a jumbo relic of bat, but I mean he didn't hit, but I was just like yeah. all, right, all right
0: whatever I he like, broke yeah. that bat with his ball. Yeah,
1: but, I don't know if this was like man you but it it's pretty cool. And I didn't. Sometimes I didn't
0: awesome.
2: sometimes it's about it's about just the the conversation that it sparks, you know, not so much oh, the value of it. You know? And
1: um and just to to bring it full circle cuz we started with giving love to Danny T and we're gonna end the show. Give Giving love to Danny T. Uh, he was really, really kind to give me this. Mm. Yeah. It means a lot. You know, Clemente has a special place in my heart. And then this. Yep. Yep.
2: Yeah, that's yep. uh. So you put up a picture of the. That's from her funeral, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, the funeral of yep. uh, Roberto Clemente's wife. Which yeah, uh, we, uh, yeah, we were able to be blessed to have one of those as well. So.
1: It's um, yeah. you know, it's it's those little things, man. It's those little things, but yeah, uh, man, this was fun. Yeah, man. I know we can <laughs> continue to go on and on. Yeah, we could be here all uh, night, bro. We but I, you. but I, but I let's let's do a little bit more. There's one more. Thing. I, I'm pushing it. I always push, man. I, I'm <laughs> yeah, going to do an interviewer, man, so I'm having fun with this, um, you know, being the guest. But for you two, you have grails. So share. You've you've probably shared it with other people, but listen, I I haven't heard it. What in your collection is something that has so much, it might not have a lot of value, but has a lot of value in your heart, in your corazón, that you finally got the card. And so whoever wants to go first. Let you go first, Tom.
2: Yeah, mine's easy. It's it's the Roberto Clemente rookie card. Uh, It took me a while to get it in the sense that it took me a while to find the perfect copy at a price that I could afford. There's tons of copies out there. And as you learn in this hobby, you know, you start to pick up on the little things, you know, so these cards, let's just say the cards are graded and the cards graded a four. Okay. Well you could have a four, Oz could have a four and I could have a four. Theoretically they're all the same number, but there's levels to the four. Maybe the centering is a little better on oz's and maybe the coloring is a little better on yours maybe the registrations so when and you don't nobody teaches you that you got to learn that okay going back to the whole thing about there is you know there's a little gatekeeping stuff going on and you just got to break those gates down and once you bust them open you don't close them keep you you let everybody in so you learn what to look for and it took me a while to find that card man and I, i was able to pick it up at the national it was actually i might have been the night that we after we saw you i don't remember you know exactly but it took me a while i looked at a lot of copies of that card and I, that was the goal i was like I, I decided you know once i figured out where i wanted to go with my collection like i want to collect roberto clemente cuz growing up puerto rican that's all you hear somebody somewhere always has a story you know everybody knows him, right? <laughs> but uh it took me a while to get that card. But I can tell you, brother, when I when I got that card that night, I go up to the hotel room and I'm like, after all, you know, it was it was a long day, and I sit down on the bed. I'm just looking at. It, I'm like, damn. I'm like, and the first thing I did the next day was call my dad. So y'all look, I got this, and he, you know, he knows what a, you know, okay, he knows what a, but. He's like, wow, you know, he doesn't know about like what's what's it worth that this but he's like, Wow, that's awesome. I was like, Yeah, man. And what's crazy is I have it and I hardly ever look at it. It's tucked away because it's just, you know, it's just I don't want <laughs> I don't want anything to happen to it. But uh that that for me is by far right now number one and the only one that'll top it is probably a better version than that one, if it ever comes. So
0: Well before I get into mine, I just wanted like to describe what I believe the hobby to be right now for, for us, people that are trying to get into it, like we said, they're not keeping us out. So it's almost like a club. It's an exclusive club. And we're outside. We're waiting in that line. And then you got the VIPs that are coming in that they'll open up the rope and they'll let them in. And, you know, they they know all about the hobby and they've been there, the OGs, and they've been collecting the Mickey Mantles and all the, you know, the vintage baseball they were let right into the club. No problem. Boom. Those are the dealers. They're already up in there. They're popping bottles of champagne. And we out here, we, we, we're trying to get up into that club. Finally, finally, you know what I mean? They let a, a couple of us in. So now we get into the club, but we don't know anybody. But we know we're up in there. So we now we got to try to, let me, let, let's get a drink. Let's get a little bit loose. Let's try to, you know, start picking people's ears, start talking, start conversating. And then little by little, oh, you know, this person's not so bad. Hey. Come here, Oz. Come here, Tony. Let me introduce you to Frank over here. Now, Frank knows the guy that's in, you know, the VIP. But we're still not there yet. So now we start getting into Frank's here, and then he's like, "You know what? You guys come back next week. Next week, I'm going to introduce you to to Timmy, and and Timmy will get you into the VIP, and we can get you, you know, some secrets. We're, you know, but you got to prove yourself. You know, you you got to do those things that's that's going to get to that level. It's not just come in and here's all the secrets." to the hobby it doesn't work that way so where there's like we always talked about the the kids that are they just been given this knowledge it's just been passed down we now have to go in like Tony said we gotta there's gatekeepers gotta break those gates we're coming in we're learning we got money you know we got money you know what I mean we got good jobs we're college graduates got master's degrees we're doing our thing But now it's like, okay, there's, there's, let's, yo, let's get a hobby. Let's do something a little different. You know, we don't have to just work and and, and kill ourselves all the time. Let's do something that, you know, get a hobby, you know, like just something that we'd never even thought about, but go down in your man cave and, and try to figure something out. And that's another thing, you know, just having the money to be able to do these things to become Americanized and, and take it to the next level. But once you do all that and you, and you get the hobby, you start getting the knowledge, Now it's like, okay, now we rocking in VIP. Now we got the knowledge. Now we got to pass it down to our generations. And that's what I'm doing with my daughters. And that's what I'm pretty sure you're going to do with yours. And Tony, unfortunately, your kids are a little bit older, but I think as they get older and realize what the hell you're doing and start respecting it, especially your son. I know he doesn't care. He kind of like you, or he don't really care about nothing, but you know, you care about something. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Little by little, you just keep planting them seeds you know keep watering it and when he's 20 30 40 you know what i mean then he's going to be like yo what's what's my dad doing yo he got something crazy going on down there and then i guarantee you he's going to come around but just keep planting and see so i just wanted to like kind of like put, paint a picture of how it is for us as minorities trying to get into this hobby and how we got to you know we just got to keep going and and pushing at it and that's that's everybody bro and i like i said they're not keeping us out but they're not going to share anything either you got to go for it this is a tough one because I got a couple of grails, but what the card I'm gonna show you right now this means way more than you would ever know when it comes to a certain, you know, as far as growing up and you know my just my whole being. Like I talked about playing sports and academics, but I didn't talk about my my singing, my dancing. What I used to do, I grew up wanting to not only be in the NBA, the Oz also had crazy dreams of becoming a superstar singing on stage and dancing. And this card, I have it out all the time. Like Tony says he hides his thing away. Now this one, when I come in my basement, look, this is the first card I grab. This is my Michael Jackson 2011 Tops American Pie, the Billie Jean, the Thriller album, and that's Mike (laughs) Killing in his white thing. You know it's a, a, a SGC ten, and it's just a dope card. And and really, it, it's not worth you know maybe a hundred bucks, two hundred bucks. That's not the point. The point is this dude. I was raised on Michael Jackson, yo. Michael Jackson is in me. And if anybody has seen the dance, you know, I like I spent hours and hours and hours, bro, just in the, in front of the mirror. Trying to perfect the moves, grabbing the crotch, doing the spin, getting on top of my toes. You know what I mean? Kicking the leg, uh, just trying to emulate this guy because he he was my idol. Yeah, this card means a lot to me, man. Like it, it, just it it takes me back from when I was a little kid, and I always tell the story like I had gone to Puerto Rico, and for some reason they had like this one little TV set, and it only had like one or two channels. And I just remember Motown 25 being on as a little kid. They had just happened to put it on, and Mike came out. He had just finished up his thing with his brothers, and he came out and performed "Billy Jean for the first time. And, bro, it was like I was watching a God on TV. Like, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. My mind was blown, all the things that were going on. And it was just like, from there, I was just hooked. I was like, that guy, that's me. And I did everything I could. So, that yeah, that, that, that's my grail card,
1: man. That's 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 crazy, man. And 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 you see the extremes, right? Like that. I think one has both values, one just has that sentimental value, and that's fine. And that's what collecting is all about to bring all this together. It's about culture, it's about you know the things that we cherish. It brings back our positive memories of things and, and things that maybe we couldn't attain where we knew that go back to this. Our families were putting food on the table and ensuring that we had clothes on our back and ensuring that we got good education. But now it's different, right? We're we're in the club. We're not just in the club. We know how to access VIP. Yep. We know how to do our thing. I think that's a that's a great analogy to this because it's it's not it's just not in the collecting world, the car collecting or collectibles, period. It's world. It's the world in general. And once you know someone, it's it helps. It opens doors. And there's a lot of people. Like, I'll be the first one. Like people reach out to me, man. It must be hard doing a podcast. And like, how do you do it? How do you start? I want to start one. I was like, just start. Yeah. Start. And and I go here. This is what I did. And people sometimes get taken back. And I'm like, you're going to figure this out. So my why not help you? And maybe you'll find a better process and come back to me and go, hey, Gerardo, gracias. But you know what? You can try this. That's the love of doing things that it helps others. You pay it forward, so that's important. Amen.
2: Absolutely, bro. Hey, brother, thank you so much for joining us. Um, and you know, I guess we're we're gonna we're gonna you know this will be hitting all kinds of platforms. So for your listeners, I encourage them check us out, bro. Our podcast drops every Monday, Cousins Collectibles Podcast. And even if you're not into cars, bro, we talk about you know toys movies, everything, man. And, you know, it, it's mostly centered around cars, but our conversations, they, they they're like kind of universal as far as the stuff you learn or the stuff we talk. We learn all the time. We learn from our guests. Yeah.
0: So they're relatable. relatable. They're relatable. Yeah. yeah. Everything's sure. connected. Everything's yeah.
1: connected. Yeah, me to Check it all out, man. It's it's coming to a platform near you. I'm on all platforms. You name it. From Apple Podcasts to Anchor to Spotify, you name it. I'm on it. Uh support the show. Great review, subscribe, like, you know, hey, and if you for a for a cost of a cafecito and an espresso, a little bagel, man, donate. Throw, throw a couple dollars our way. Just let's, let's keep the lights on, man. <laughs> let's let's do this. Come on. You, you can you pay go. me cards ask.
0: if you want. You can pay me a card. I'll take cards all day. Hey, look, they
1: take <laughs> cards, I take money. So
0: <laughs> like you want to cut
1: me the check, and listen, I'll buy them cards if they want <laughs> And it's all good. But support Los primos, you know. Big shout out to the primos, cousins, collectibles, and they're doing the thing, man. I appreciate you two. Uh, I wish you an abundance of health, wealth, love, and happiness, man, and everything good and more. The, appreciate you know?
0: that, man. Hiraldo, That's it, babe. This, this was, this was real, bro. This, this is. I know I'm a boy of my mind. He always talks about Craig, New York City sports card, real, recognized, real. And we knew from the moment we met, bro, it was just connection bang and i felt this aura about you like i always tell tony it was like dude i could just feel you know i'm kind of good at, at, at judging people and i was like yeah this is a real one right here as uh, somebody we're going to connect with and and i know that later on down the road this could lead into something a lot bigger you know oh, well. and it doesn't have to be monetary it's just about the relationships that we build and you know it bro look at us it's just, you know, three Hispanics doing their thing, you know what I mean? And 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 talking and, and we're talking cards. But the main the main thing, bro, is is just life, you know, and, and doing what you can do to the best of your abilities to not only, you know, further yourself, but further future generations. You Amen. know. And what I love about this whole podcast thing, dude, Tony talks about it. It's like, you know, a diary. It's just having like I always think in my mind, like, damn, you know. When I'm not here, my daughter, my granddaughter, my grandson, future generations, they can listen to me and Tony talking ridiculous stuff right now and, and you know, what, what we did and how we did. It. And I think that's so dope what we're doing. And, you know, kudos to you, bro. Thank you, brother. And Tony, thank you for coming on board. Cousins Collectibles. I never thought in a million years we'd be doing it, but we're doing it. So let's, mira, siempre pa'lante, bro. Sabe,
1: mi gente, siempre pa'lante, always forward.
0: What an amazing conversation. Thank you once again to my man, Iraldo Luis Alvarez from the Siempre Palante podcast. You know, I really love saying those Spanish names, man. I get to roll my R's. But back in the day, I'm going to be honest with you. The Oz was a little embarrassed of his name. First, Oscar. I mean, come on, man. The kids used to make fun of me, Oscar the Grouch, all the time. I used to go crying to the teacher. Then my middle name, Alexis, come on, yo, that's a girl's name, right? All the guys used to bug me about that. And then Torres, growing up, like I said, being around in the Catholic schools, man, now that just kind of puts you out there as being Spanish. And I kind of wanted to blend in. But now I say it loud and I say it proud and I say it with my accent. Oscar Alexis Torres. Beautiful. Listen, man, that conversation, so many nuggets of wisdom. Now words can hurt or they can heal. I'm going to throw some out for you. Racism, discrimination, stereotyping, bigotry, bias, segregation, whatever you want to call it. It exists. And the only way to eradicate it is through constant communication with our fellow man. We are all guilty of it, mainly because of ignorance. Yes, I know it's uncomfortable to talk about and it can be awkward and it can even get heated. I can hear it right now. But Oz, this is a podcast about cars. I don't want to hear that mess. And to that I say, follow this golden rule. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. In other words, if you want to be treated fairly and kindly, be fair and kind to others. We all have different backgrounds and cultures. Embrace those differences, man. Being different isn't wrong. It just means you're unique and special. At the end of the day, there's only one race, the human race. So spread love and collect those cardboard cars while you're doing it. And as always, keep focused Keep positive and keep collecting. Ayo Tone, bring the beat back.